Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christmas music from the 90s and oh, 2000s. Oh, oh, oh. that was so good, <laughs> Kyle. Thank you. It's the one time of year I get to do that. Uh, I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage. Unfortunately, TJ's not with us today. He is uh, doing something, some Christmas bullshit, right, Josh? <laughs> Yeah, some Christmas wrapping paper emergency, I think, happened. Okay. He, he's, like, a part of, like, a short list of, like, in Portland, like, you call him for, like, a really good wrapping. Like, he's really good at it. That's so, a good like, gig. It is a good it. If you can get it, yeah. So, uh, so I think. Oh, 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 Merry Christmas. Father Christmas has arrived, and I am here to bestow upon you, children, all the gifts that you have hoped for, that you have waited for so patiently, but first, we must deck. Oh, God! Oh! No! Oh, God! Oh, no! Oh, no! What happened to Father this Christmas? Is, this, is, <laughs> this is way funnier than it has any right being. And we're just gonna, oh, we're gonna put that we're not going to cut any of that, right? Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I just... <laughs> did you... What happened, DJ? Did you did you deck the halls? I decked it so hard, I bruised my head. Oh, my God. We're cutting all oh, of this. Oh, no. I'm over so Sorry, Father Christmas. <laughs> is, is Christmas in jeopardy now because of your hand? It might be, but it just depends on if Kylan is going to be a curmudgeonly Grinch this year or if we can find some Christmas spirit deep inside that little heart. Uh, we'll see. It grew three times its size last year. I've been That's to the doctor true. multiple times, and can they're worried. They're concerned. Feel my hand, please. You should take TJ to the doctor with you next time you go to check your heart, Kylan, because I think I his hand looks a little Because that's how doctors, doctor's visits work. Hey, plus one. doctor, <laughs> please check out my heart. Also, hey, also can you my check out my buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for one deal. Thanks, thanks for humoring you know, my, uh, <laughs> you know my what? little sketch I loved it. It, it. it put me more in the Christmas spirit. Fans of this show will know that I am typically a a Grinch when it comes to Christmas. Right. But between our Amy Grant episode and our Sufjan episode, I may be coming around to Christmas. We'll it's see. a long con. I'm in it for the long haul here, man. You are. This is our third. <laughs> this is our third year of doing Christmas. How awesome is that? That weirdly it. feels like a bigger milestone to me. Than it's huge. any of our previous ones, right? That we've yeah. got you to agree to multiple Christmas episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that alone somehow is a huge good on us, TJ. Yeah. I know. Well, man. it's all Up basically top, at this point because Ow, of be our careful favorite your sponsor. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Collide Records. I'm like, oh well, we have an obligation to Greg, so I have to be here. No, no, no. I'm y'all made me listen to another Christmas album. It's true. Yeah, we did. Do y'all feel good about that decision? Oh, I'm so proud. Okay. We'll yeah. see how you feel after this. I can't imagine it's one you <laughs> we'll haven't listened to before. So. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Fun fact. No, uh, it really is. I never listened to it. What? I almost this listened iteration. to this Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's yeah. Oh, okay. So you haven't heard this version of it. Uh, but I hadn't, honestly, there were quite a few songs in here that I had not heard at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. Don't even understand how. Yeah, we wish you a Merry Christmas. I've never heard that. That was the first time in my life. Mm. I've never heard You've never heard that song before, yeah. Ever. It's a completely new song for you. Yeah, for real. That that makes sense, actually. 12 Days of Christmas? What is that nonsense? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You're like, there's like three, but why is there 12? I know one day of Christmas, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus' birth. (laughs) That's it. And what is a partridge? Don't ask me. (laughs) We don't know. We're not sure. But we're here to find out, actually. Yeah. Yeah, That's the point of the show. Yeah. For anyone that just decided to dive into this like a psychopath without looking at what we're covering, (laughs) we are, of course, covering Deck the Halls Bruise Your Hand by Reliant K. That's true. And And my hand still hurts. My first big question. You really committed to that, TJ. Is you did. I really appreciate it. Uh, My first big question is why? My second big question <laughs> is why not the other Reliant K Christmas album? Because you got to start at the beginning, Kylan. You got to go back a good place to start to the origin of Reliant K Christmas. Okay, goofy goodness. That's why. That's the easy why. So can I shoot it over to beautiful producer Josh to maybe give us some context as to what this album even is? Please. I would certainly love to do that. Thank you, Kylan. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we've all said uh, ho, ho, ho here. now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all right. Take a shot if you're playing the CGN yep. Christmas drinking game. I got to get another <laughs> Christmas personality, you know. All yep. right. So we're covering Deck the Halls Bruise Your Hand, which is from, of course, Reliant K, the Canton pop punk band we all know and love that needs no introduction on the show. But I will introduce the members that are in the classic lineup, if you will, of this band. That is Matt Thiessen, Matt Hoops, Brian Pittman, and Dave Douglas for this release. The Fab Four. The Fab Four, one could say. Yeah, the original (laughs) one, actually. Uh, Dick the Hall's Bruise Your Hand was released November 4th of 2003. So it's actually turned 20 years old this year, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, And it's the same year that Two Less came out as well. So Matt Thiessen was having a pretty similar year in 2003, like Ben Gibbard was having, where Ben Gibbard came out with Postal Service and Transatlanticism. So Ooh, a, nice a little point. lesser maybe, but still pretty big year. Two thousand And same year, both 2003. Wow, big year. Yeah. So this album, I, I didn't, I think I knew this before, but I found that it was originally released as a combo pack uh, with copies of Two Lefts Don't Make a Right, but Three Do. Yep. I remember that. So that was how it was originally released. And so it just comes in like a little cardboard sleeve for mm-hmm. the CD. I, yep. I don't have mine with me, but it's... I had that version. I don't know where it went. Okay. <laughs> it's probably mine now. I got it. Yep. It's in my closet. It it somehow went to Josh. Yep. Label is Goatee Records. Producer is Mark Lee Townsend, of course. And it was co-produced by Matt Thiessen. And I want to also mention that it was mixed by J.R. McNeely, which is why it sounds so good, I'm sure. Nice. Songwriting credits. All songs are public domain, except for three songs, which were written by Matt Thiessen. His music publishing at this time was, I went fishing and all I got was this lousy publishing. I love (laughs) some fun. Yeah. Yeah. He always has a good one. He has like a stylishly fly fishing later, but he he was this one for this record. One of the songs was written in 2003 and two were in 2001. Which is interesting that he wrote oh, wow. at different times, but yeah. So we'll get to those a little bit later. And that is really all my research. It's a pretty quick one. 
Do we know, Josh, which which songs were written which years and whether they correlate with Reliant K or another band that happens to appear uh, on this record? One does. Wait, yeah. So I'm so lost on on all of this. I had to ask Josh ahead of time <laughs> too. What were the songs on this record? I'm really, I'm so not familiar with this record. Right. Well, that's definitely something I want to get into with talking about and like the why of it all as well. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, TJ, in 2003, so written for this record was I Celebrate the Day. And then in 2001, um, mm-hmm. Santa Claus is Thumb into Town and I Hate Christmas Parties were copyrighted in 2001. So those were hmm. a little bit further back. Okay, so one RK and then one, should I say it? You can say Ma- it. Matthew Thiessen and the Earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Oh. But then yep. the Hate Christmas Parties, or the uh, Celebrate the Day was the later one? Yes, that's the 2003, same year as this record. And that was Reliant K. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It yeah. is. Hmm. It is. Because I Celebrate the Day and I Hate Christmas Parties feel like they're two sides of the same coin to me we'll get Mm -hmm. into that but um, yeah i just thought it was interesting that you know the the one was with the other band and then the other was with reliant k Mm -hmm. yep i want to say as we've been planning this episode for a while i think this was originally tj you submitted this as to what we covered this year and i had the kind of the same question kind of was like well why don't we do like the big one like the one that we all know but and I, and I want to hear from y'all as well, but one, I think it would be a lot to do the 17 tracks on that record yeah. on yes. this and just chuck, just chug through it. So when we do cover it, it'll be cool because we can be like, we've already kind of talked about this. So we can just kind of pass through yep. these songs because we've already done it. I view that as y'all's Christmas present to me. It is. After, after the Sifion <laughs> episode. And that was that why, it, that was intentional. I was like, we'll we'll chunk it. You know, we're not going to like overdo it. We're going to yeah part of it Just this 10 year songs that are 27 minutes. Time. Right. Yep. Well, yeah, I'll say easy. that because are we doing it? We're, we're doing another Christmas episode this year, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, see. I see what you're doing. Yeah. Playing you the give them easy one and you give them a fun yeah, one. Yeah, okay. like, I feel like the <laughs> other one we're doing was was like your idea, though. Kyle. What's the other one we're doing? I have no idea. I I like black out. At Christmas. <laughs> you don't? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I have no clue. Josh, what? what? Was, I think I it, like was it was in the summer. You were what like, was we should it? do this. I think you mentioned it even last year. But what you, was it's it? Christmas shoes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm really excited about that. You're back All right, in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's back. As soon as you yeah. remind him what it is, he's like, <laughs> awesome. Oh yeah, my idea. I'm. I like that actually. Yes, because Christmas <laughs> shoes is insane. Okay, it, um, it really is. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. But I want to say, TJ. So I was like, I don't know. Should we just do the big one? I don't know. Like, but but I like that it's the 20th anniversary, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but then I don't know. I like Kylan mentioned. I don't think I've ever listened to this release proper. Like, because really? I got into Let It Snow, baby. And that's mm-hmm. like the only one I've ever, I have the CD of it, but I mean, I've never listened to it because all these songs are on Let It Snow. So right. why I've only ever listened to it. So listening to it, like this iteration of it was cool. And it's like for four years, like this was the Reliant K Christmas album. Like, yes. So it's cool to kind of like be like, until it got r- eclipsed by the re-release, this was their Christmas record. Absolutely. And for me, it's like a core memory of listening to this exact track list 
and having just like it's it's essentially the sonic equivalent of like a mountain dew and like a bunch of gingerbread cookies <laughs> so classic combo yeah, yeah I there's agree with there's like some real visceral sense memories around this that are like you know j- driving around seeing all the christmas lights in town and you know i'm in high school and i'm just feeling real real festive and fun and also punk rock which right is just the best feeling in 2003 when you're like mm-hmm. a sophomore or something and how about that art y'all can we talk about that art <laughs> it's so fun yeah, dude. a penguin <laughs> just a penguin hanging out and like i feel like the red choice was maybe i don't want to read too much into it but I kind of feel like it's like a a subtle like <laughs> like if if you if you hurt yourself too bad decking those halls Ooh. you might bleed Ooh. you know because oh, okay. there's some dark undertones across this album and we'll get into that but but I just kind of wanted to connect us in this moment um, between the Sonics on this record and the visuals um, it's it's got some edge to it you know and there's a yeah. little there's some quirkiness and there's some edge this was the quintessential like punk pop Christmas record for me uh, growing up. And yeah, when Let It Snow came around, I was like, well, this is for all the posers, but <laughs> I was around. This is for all the new fans after they right. were on Capitol. Yep. I was I was that kid for a while. And then I was like, no, wait, actually that record's great too. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And the new really songs is. are awesome. So we'll get to that. But anyway, Sweet. I'm excited to to get y'all's take on, on this because... yeah. Because you're newer to it. When did we do the Sufjan episode? Like, actually record it last year. It was still October, right? It was, like, pre-Halloween? We did the part A, I think, the day that our Halloween episode aired. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then... That's right. It was, yeah, it was really weird, not feeling the vibe. So then I ended up pushing it back, which was better. So we're a little bit later in the season, which is good this year. Yeah, Yeah. we're we're coming up, you know, we're... At this point, two days before Thanksgiving, I will say, okay, so Willa June Savage was sort of a guest on our Amy Grant episode. That's right. And that was her first Christmas. And now, you know, we're coming up on her on her third Christmas, or wait, her fourth Christmas. It'll be fourth, yeah. Yeah. And she's all about the Christmas. So mm-hmm. I I am a little more in the Christmas spirit than I was for our Sufjan episode. Yeah. Uh, already today, we have watched Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Mickey's Twice nice. Upon a Christmas. What? Uh, Thrice Upon a Christmas? <laughs> I'm waiting for Mickey's <laughs> oh, Thrice okay. Upon a Christmas. Make it happen, Angels Disney. And Make it happen. <laughs> thrice the band let's just do (laughs) if they don't we will i'm just gonna cut here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna cut all the thrice music videos i can find dustin's got a christmas record yeah Yeah. totally Uh, with footage from from mickey's once and twice upon a christmas uh perfect so yeah christmas hits different when you have a child you know it does so yeah it's a little harder to like be curmudgeonly (laughs) to act like a Grinch when, although my wife and I did agree, well, she said this year, she was like, I will wait for you. I will wait until the day after Thanksgiving to start putting up Christmas decorations. And I said, the day after Thanksgiving is my birthday. Can we wait until the day after? (laughs) She said, yeah. 
And then that same Aww. day, if that ain't love, my kid is like, "Let's watch Charlie Brown thing or Charlie Brown Christmas." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, okay, all right, we're all just right. doing the Christmas thing. We're starting we're in just now, doing it. So right now, yeah, here we are. Why not, man? Building those core memories. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into this. Um, I know we usually do in our part A. What are our memories? I know TJ, you kind of delved into that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Josh, I want to hear from you. I also just want to give full disclosure. This is one of those rare episodes where we're doing it all in one. We already listened to it. So we know how we feel. We're not going to do uh, flop or bop necessarily the way we usually do. No actual predictions, right? Right. Yeah. We, we kind of know. Just, <laughs> just verdicts. Where we just land. cold hard facts. That's yep. right. CJ, so yeah, wait till the, the end. Assessments. Wait till the end to get our church games now flop or bop verdicts but josh i want to hear from you what is your context i know you said that you were much more familiar with the re-release yeah i mean i was listening to reliant k i think in like 2002 2003 or whatever but i didn't hear this christmas record and until years later do you know why like nobody else around you to like be like hey josh listen to this i don't think i knew about deck the halls and I think I got this CD because I think my mom bought it and she was like, or someone like was maybe playing it in like the office where she worked at my school. And she's like, Josh likes Reliant K, maybe he'll like this. And so like, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I just wasn't like, I don't think I'd realized, like got to the point where I was like, the bands I listen to also make Christmas music. Maybe I'll like that kind of like, I don't know right. if that had mm-hmm. clicked yet for me, oh, but yeah. Yeah, so at some point, whether that was a 2007 or 2008, but I do remember like getting like after I got my license and driving around and like this for years was like I like I remember like the day I got my license, I was driving around and like just listening to this because I got in. Like, you wait, 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 wait. The day you got your driver's license, you listened to Reliant K's Christmas album. Maybe it wasn't the day. It was like right after. I had to like drive my dad somewhere, and I got my my, my license like in December. Okay, I waited. I, love it. I still, I, yeah, yeah I so love cool. that so much. <laughs> I you really do? do. Yes, that warms. Yeah, that's awesome. My Grinchy yeah, heart. No, I it was yeah. I had to like <laughs> I had to like he had like an old truck, and I had so I had to like drive behind him because his blinkers were out. So I'd like be his blinker for him, kind of stuff. And <laughs> so like we had to go drive across town, and I was like just got my license and i just have it going and i'm just like feeling like i'm free like yes and jamming to for line k and yeah <laughs> i'm so. free stuck behind my dad yeah. being blinkers. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i'm driving myself so nope and uh, for years it was, it was just moment. like yeah it was just the quintessential album christmas album for me and uh i still listen to it at least multiple times every year and i love it and nice. it's a classic but yeah for deck the halls this is kind of my first foray into these specific 10 tracks and only these 10 tracks. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, as someone that's not super familiar with either record on Let It Snow, did they remix these songs or did they keep these original mixes? Do you all know? I couldn't mm. quite tell. I'm assuming they kept the, re- the, the, the mixes the same and just maybe remastered it because I was listening and it seems like it's pretty similar. Okay. Cool. I didn't do an A A B, but yeah. So. On on Wikipedia it says the album is a re release of the band's Christmas EP, Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand, but with seven new songs and some other changes, such as track listing and a new ending to one song. 
which those are the obvious differences. But I would imagine if there was like remixing happening or remaster or something, it would be mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that it's yeah, the same Yeah, because JR still is credited on Let It Snow with the mixes for those, for the songs on here. So that makes right. me, okay. that leads me to believe cool. that they kept the yeah, original yeah. mixes. Kept yeah. the mixes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think we should maybe uh, take a break before we dive in to the whole thing. Let's. You guys cool with that? Yeah, I just think we be careful with your hands, y'all. Don't right. bruise yeah. them. Yeah, don't, don't bruise them. Yeah. All right, um, we're going to take a quick break, and you should take a moment to reflect upon the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and guys, I don't do Christmas well. Okay, I, I have a lot of that I'm is trying. evident, and I I'm love tra- it. I'm trying really hard. I love that you're trying. You're so close. And, <laughs> it's so uh, good. You know, uh, eat some figgy pudding and enjoy these ads. <laughs> yep. And we'll see you. you around. Love the figgy pudding. I feel like you brought it up every episode. <laughs> Every single Christmas episode, I've never had figgy go-to. pudding. I don't know what it is, but it I'm feels I'm just Christmas-y. fascinated. Yeah, I'm fascinated by the idea of figgy pudding. All right, we're gonna Next take a year, break. We're we'll... all gonna eat figgy pudding. <laughs> yes, remind me because I will forget. Okay. All right. Bye. Well, guys, we're covering Deck the Halls, Bruise Your Hand for its 20th anniversary and for our Christmas episode. But did you know? that this record just so happened to get pressed on vinyl for the first time for its 20th anniversary recently? I what? did. But did? only because you texted me that like two hours before we oh. recorded. Oh, <laughs> oh man, okay. Kyle. Oh, no, I was going to pretend I like didn't I know. didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I forgot. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I didn't know, man, Josh. I'm, I'm oh. trying to get in the Christmas spirit. I didn't know. <laughs> Which was pretty exciting because I was like worried. I was like, I don't know, should we do the whole record? And then like they pressed it to vinyl. I was like, oh, perfect for our episode. This will be great. But you know what's even mm-hmm. more perfect is that our favorite record store ever, Collide Records, has it in stock in right stock. now. Oh man, what? in stock right now. And that's amazing. If you use something that I think one of Kyler and TJ will tell you about in a second, dear listener, you can get it even cheaper. Yeah, use your fingers to yep. type in like five finger discount kind <laughs> of thing. Promo, I don't think that works code. online. It's hard. Use to your do. fingers. You can't reach through the computer and steal things, Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry, that felt like a real TJ move, Josh. Where you alley ooped it, yeah, I slammed it down. Slapped I said, it down. No, I was like, I don't want to play that. Going with this, no. Great, use your fingers moment. <laughs> to type in the promo code Church Jams now at checkout. For 20% off. <laughs> Which I did the math, and I don't want to say, like, it's from, originally pressed from SML XL Vinyl, which is available mm-hmm. for a good price. But I did the math, and if you use our promo code, you can get it cheaper from Collide than you can oh. from SML XL Vinyl. So, mm-hmm. just putting that out there. That's pretty cool. That's as good of a Christmas present as I can think of. That's true. Yeah, I imagine just that that penguin on wax, 12-inch wax looking right at you, you know? (laughs) Dude, you know the best part, though? It's a swirled black and white, so it looks like you just, like, swirled the penguin into vinyl, which is is pretty dark, and I feel like that reflects a (laughs) lot of those darker moments. It's a dark episode. (laughs) I'm just, I'm, (laughs) I'm bringing, like, the... 
the ghosty Christmas spirit or or you the, can pretend like you you're eating an an evil peppermint. An okay. evil peppermint. <laughs> or use, use cookies promo and cream code. if you <laughs> like regular dessert. Use promo code <laughs> evil peppermint um, <laughs> to get zero percent off. <laughs> get zero percent off. And or then, use and then use your fingers to type in church jams now to get twenty percent off your first purchase at collidrecords.com. Once again, that is collidrecords.com. Get the deck the halls, bruise your hand. EP from Reliant K on vinyl and use the promo code Church Jams now for 20% off your first purchase. Is there someone in your life that has everything they need? Is there someone who says, when you ask them, what do you want for Christmas? They say, I don't know, nothing. Yes, literally God, nothing. It's you. That's right. And you know what you can get me for Christmas? What? Sign up for Patreon. Our Patreon for Church Jams now. We have tons of bonus content. At patreon.com slash podcast, we talk about all kinds of stuff, right? We talk about vinyl records. We talk about bands that are not just Christian bands. We talked about Death Cab. We talked about The National. Uh, we do trivia. We do all kinds of fun stuff. We go behind the pop filter occasionally. That's right. But I promise, if you enjoy any of the stuff we talk about on Church Teams Now... You will find more of it <laughs> at patreon.com slash now podcast. Uh, our, our tiers start at $2. And if ads like this annoy you, the best thing you can do is sign up for our Patreon because you can listen to the episodes early and without these ads. Yeah, and like Kyla said, if you sign up for Patreon, that would not only be a pr- present for Kylan, that'd be a present to all of us because... Just having your support helps us, even if it's just the $2 a month tier, just that that helps us, goes a long way. But another great Christmas present idea with that that's totally free, doesn't cost you anything except a couple of seconds of your time. You got to use your fingers a little bit more for a couple of clicks on your phone. <laughs> but if you just go to- Use your fingers. Use your fingers, guys. Use Shake your fingers, fingers to go to our show in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you can rate and or review us, that helps us a lot. If you can give us however many stars you think we're deserving of, but yeah. the higher the better, that will help our show. Gets us ups our ranking, yeah, and, and algorithms, and it means a lot. And and if you give a review, uh, you know, we might just read it on the show. It's true. We we'll might share your Christmas cheer with the world. That's right. And Josh, I'm pretty sure you timed out how long it takes to leave a review right so in in milliseconds can you explain how long it takes yeah it is you want me to convert or just all milliseconds just all milliseconds all milliseconds 348.24 milliseconds oh that's no time at all that's no time at all yep amazing it was that that was it easy (laughs) it just happened all right blinking you please do that we would love that that would be the greatest christmas present that that would help me with my enlarged Christmas heart <laughs> potentially go to the doctor. <laughs> and bring TJ. And bring TJ. All right, let's get Check back to the show. I got my bruised hand. <laughs> oh, man, this is off the rails. Welcome back to Church Jams Now. I hope you enjoyed those ads. As much as we enjoyed making them. Oh, we did. We enjoyed them quite a bit. Let me tell you. 
sometimes I'm like, should we treat the ads as like separate or can we refer to them? Because TJ, you mentioned something that I want to discuss is you referred to this release as an EP. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious whether you consider it an EP or an LP. I've always thought of it as an EP based on runtime. Mm. But I don't but I don't know. You know, I, I can't defend my position in any That's logical like the, sense. Didn't that come up on Twitter recently, Kylan, where it's like the classic like what constitutes an EP? Like Is it yeah. amount of tracks or amount of time? Is it runtime. Mm-hmm. And I said both yeah. and people got mad yeah. at me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I think it's like you can look at it through one lens or the other or both yeah. together. And that and honestly, man, it's like it's just my opinion, man. You know just like your opinion, man. Yeah. That's okay. all it is. Well, I, I would maybe consider it an EP if it was like a kind of bonus release, like you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that's okay. part of why I thought of it that way was because I You're was like, aware they're not of it. gonna give me a free album. They'll give me an EP though. <laughs> right. Right. Throw it in, bundle pack with two lefts. That makes sense. It's an EP. Yeah. A little that bonus. Makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would consider this more closer to an LP, but I'm not. I mean, it's 10 tracks. I'm not going to so argue on I, it. So yeah. it's just curious what people that. think on it. Yeah. Maybe I'll put a poll in our Spotify of is this an LP or an EP? Please yeah. do. I'm very curious. Weigh in. That's folks, all I want know. for Christmas. It's it's just those, to know whether it's this is statistical. Is people to vote in that and to use their fingers. <laughs> at colliderecords.com <laughs> to type in promo code church jams now okay are we ready to get into it i'm i'm excited guys let's do it okay all wrapped up and ready to go oh here we go track number one angels we have heard on high pop punk goodness dude it's the most absolutely joyful and triumphant punk pop you've ever heard <laughs> uh you know what i love what? what do you love kylan this track is one minute and 53 seconds <laughs> yes i knew merry you would christmas be a fan to me. <laughs> of the track links on this thing man merry christmas to you indeed so good i made a note on a later song there are only three songs on this record that have a track list over two and a half minutes <laughs> That's amazing. This is I'm right up Kylan's so alley. here for it. Um, how about those metallic roomy drums? I was just about to say that. That yeah. starts around 38 seconds. And how about the fact that I'm mentioning something that starts at 38 seconds? <laughs> We're not even a minute in, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool change. What a departure from the rest of the whole song. <laughs> and then there's guys. I love pop punk. It really maybe, does. Maybe we're getting to like a core issue here. <laughs> maybe I think so. I just love pop punk. But I do also think that Reliant K is one of those interesting bands that blends so many things that puts it right in the center of the wheelhouse of the three of our interests and appreciations when it comes to music. Um, we've talked a lot about that, the different bands that seem to like strike the balance and really mm-hmm. land with all of us quite well and i think we did talk about that a bit on two lefts when we covered that record but this is another striking example of that like they're bringing killer songwriting it's 
economy of songwriting, and I'm sure we'll keep talking about that. It's pure energy. It's clean, but it's also like somehow heavy. There's just like so much goodness to to digest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's in a minute and 50 seconds or whatever this track like this. This, right. this ain't your mom's <laughs> Christmas album. Like, nope. <laughs> yep. And this is always like a real anky like buzzword. Like you got to talk about like T-Sense Beach Boy influences. Yes. But like, I feel like them having that really like sets them apart from just being a regular like pop punk band because they yes. have the vocal chops for like those great like harmonies and great like having the extra vocals like filling out that space like yeah. just the way they approach it and that a lot of that could be mark lee townsend but i attribute it a lot to matt Thiessen. the Thiessen, mm-hmm. for sure and, and that they have multiple members in their band that can sing and do supporting vocals which is yeah, yeah i feel like takes them to a higher level of just not just a regular pop punk band that plays power chords and fast drums no completely it's it's that and artful songwriting and singing and i think it really does come down to the fact that you've got Tyson, townsend whoever but but a brilliant arranging brain somewhere in the mix Mm -hmm. and then on top of that the vocal chops to support that arranging brain right you know well and that that's kind of the name of the game when it comes to christmas albums in general Because all of these songs are so well known. Mm -hmm. It's almost like everyone that does a Christmas album, it's like the same kind of energy as doing a version of a Christmas carol. Right? Right. It's like it's it's this it's something that is so in intrinsic in our we all you know, know it. Collective mm-hmm. subconscious. Yeah. Right. Like we're all just so aware. I think there's kind of a fine line between just doing the songs, which can be seen as like kind of a cash grab versus like adding something to it, like Completely. doing something like doing an an artistic interpretation of totally of, of the songs. And not only doing that, but like enjoying it so purely like right. i hear so much like love and enthusiasm right. all yeah. across this record yeah like they've made it their own right and so much of that comes down to arrangement mm-hmm. right like how are you going to present these songs yeah and i don't think reliant k was the first pop punk band to do christmas songs and they're far from the last right But what really struck me through this listen was exactly what you were saying, TJ, of the sort of unbridled joy. Mm -hmm. Like like you could feel that come out through the way these songs were arranged. You can't help but like hear it and engage with that energy that they're putting into every component of the album, whether it's guitar lines, vocal lines, bass work, Dave's immaculate drumming, I mean, mm-hmm. right? Like it's always moving. Something's always happening. Like the that moment that I referred to a second ago, like thirty eight seconds, it it shifts to this weird kind of like almost like a samba beat with that ride happening on the four. Mm-hmm. It's got this Latin flair to it, and then he seamlessly jumps right back into a straight beat twenty seconds later, and then he goes to like the full like or the halftime beat at the second half of the chorus at a minute and 10 seconds it's all so clean so efficient so tight and he's doing so much and i i I don't know how 
I've just always been in awe of that guy and the way that he... Th- <laughs> Excuse me, I'm getting choked up here. I've, I've always been in awe of that guy and how he conceives of drum parts on top of like the song structure that I'm sure Matt Thiessen brings to the table. He's like, okay, here's how we're going to approach this, right? And then Dave's like, all right, throw a little of this on there, throw a little of that. And I don't know, maybe they work together on you know what, what the song requires, but um, this to me is just kind of like a perfect example of how intricate and yet still so efficient his drumming is. And right. it, it is a cut above like so many of the other punk pop groups right. out there. Because their yeah, yeah. Like like you very easily could just do that pop punk beat straight ahead the, the whole time. Like And that would be fine. You know? It would be great. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, he's also adding vocals. Yes. Unreal. Like I'm not even gonna stop at just drums. No. I'm gonna sing on this too. There's some fox on there. And I really love Whenever, anytime they use Dave's vocals, especially when it's like a call and response kind of thing with Tyson, it's always yes. very nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Their their timbers and and vocal qualities just like blend really well, and and the call and response stuff is really great too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. It's all just effort, effortless, and it doesn't feel like flash for flash's sake. You know, like it's always serving the song. It's never like taking away or distracting. I also not to not to fanboy even more, but I. I made a little explainer um, audio segment with some piano to outline a choice that Matt Thiessen made on this song to change it up and to give it some of that darkness that I keep referring to that shows up in little ways across this album. And uh, if we want to drop it, we can yeah. listen to it really quickly right here. All right, Jammers, here's a little music theory moment to point out what, in my opinion, is Reliant K's music theory genius uh, that often goes overlooked. I think it's, I think it's a little uh, underrated. So I wanted to just point out this very small moment that I think was really special, kind of gave this song a new dimension. So you've got the classic Angels We Have Heard on High chorus in the key of C, which is just about the most simple bright, jubilant key that they could possibly have chosen to uh, play this song in. So you've got it in C here, and please forgive the out-of-tune piano. Um, C, F, C, G, C, F, C, G, C. Right? Super simple, big, happy, triumphant, and joyful, I might add. Um, But then... On that final chorus, Reliant K chose to jump to the relative minor for just a second at the very end, throwing in a random A minor to give the song a whole new tonal quality. We go from this big, buoyant, chosen to hang there it would have been so spooky and kind of melancholic but they don't they jump right back into that happy big major buoyant chorus but i just thought it'd be fun to point that out let's get back to the show (laughs) 
and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very nice, TJ. For Thank that you. Christmas tangent. Thanks. Yeah. I'm just, I, I knew that it might be a selling point for Kylan to note all the darker, more melancholic moments across this album. It was. So I'm trying here, man. I'm here for any time we get into some theory, you know? I know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, that, that's like TJ's music to... class where like, you're yeah. like the theory teacher playing the piano, like, this is how you do this. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. It's just theory one, though. I can't get into that <laughs> more <laughs> involved stuff. No, no Pickardy third tier, yeah. It, it just always reminds me mm-hmm. of like what I originally wanted this show to be before <laughs> I realized I don't have the time or patience <laughs> to do that. Yeah, I, I show up I don't know if I, I have the smarts for it. So <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we're not qualified enough. Um, okay, that was a fast song. So, let's quickly... Move on to track number two, Deck the Halls. Interesting choice not putting this as track one, since Mm -hmm. it is kind of the title track. Right. Yeah. I feel like they realized Angels was so fast. They were yeah. like, it doesn't even matter. And it needs like <laughs> you, that big joyful jubilant, jubilant like you said. But guys, sure. you know what I love more than a song that's a minute and 53 seconds? <laughs> a minute, what? A song that's a minute 20 seconds? <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do think, this I, actually is my note on this song, is that I think these Christmas songs work really well as punk songs because we've all heard these songs so many times, and sometimes we've heard them as pretty slow and boring. And they're yes. so drawn out. With yes. punk, you can just blast through them, and exactly. it's yes. Yes. yes, this is my yes. big point for the whole album. Ugh. Like, I agree. Yeah, we've heard agree. these songs a million times, and we've heard a million like five-minute versions of them. Mm-hmm. And this is just like, okay, let's just like take the core of it, Rip its heart out, add a punk beat, here we go. Double time. And add some new, like, heart that's, like, our signature sound. Like, bringing, again, that kind of, like, joy and energy to it. Right. To replace the heart that they ripped out. So they're not leaving you with a soulless iteration of the song. They're still coming to it with a lot of heart and feeling, but it's, like, so authentic. It's it's so Reliant K. Yeah, I've got another note, TJ, like how you mentioned the drums coming in super early, how they changed mm. it up. I'm like, I really love where they're showing off like their vocal chops, but it's at yeah. 50 seconds. It's like yes. Yes. a minute okay. hasn't even happened, and they're My, already like, we yes. got to end this song, so mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. cool. My big question is, who is singing that super low bass? I think that's harmonies. Hoops. I think that's Matt Hoops. Oh, I think he's kind of famously so known as the low, the low bass vocalist, and yeah. that's like another quality that the Reliant K brings to the table, right? Like they've got this this spectrum of vocals represented, right? That's just like unreal and unheard of, like in that genre. Nobody's doing that, right? Like four part harmonies, like. Right. As a norm, well, and yeah, <laughs> like, and specifically like within pop punk, like like you're really thinking of like high harmonies, mm-hmm. right? And then he Which shows up a couple times on this record with yes. like the super low bass, yes. and I know why that probably appeals to you, Kylan, 
Why? Why does that probably appeal to you? You were a bass in choir, weren't you? I mm-hmm. was a and bass. And you've incorporated that into your music a couple times, too. Yeah. yeah. And we now are I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. <laughs> la, la, so, la, la, la. Let's go, Josh. <laughs> yeah, TJ, uh, this may be a new story for you. But so, Kylan and I, for everyone that doesn't know, Kylan and I were roommates at DBU, which is how we met. He was in choir. I was not. I was not <laughs> in the gifted music program because I can't sing. So I like come back from class one day and I'm walking to the dorm room and I like, I open the door and I think you're like facing away from me and you're like practicing your parts and you're singing. And I'm like, what are you playing? Like, are you playing like a sound sample or something like that? You're like, no, I was singing. I was like, no, you weren't. I've heard you sing. That's not your voice. That's not you. And then you're like, yeah, I'm a bass. And then you sing like the lowest I've ever heard. I was like, what? You can do that. Don we now I legitimately thought you were just like playing a clip of something. I was like, that's not your voice. That's that so wasn't you. Funny. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I, I don't it. I don't get to sing bass very often, but I remember specifically uh in seventh grade, I joined choir. And my balls hadn't dropped, so I was a soprano. <laughs> and then eighth grade, <laughs> my balls dropped. Got a little taller. And voice got a my little my Face. choir teacher was amazed. <laughs> it's all about that <laughs> because bass. I went from like I I went from soprano to bass two, which for those of you that that have never done choir, they separate all the parts by one and two. So there's bass one and bass two. And bass one is below baritone, which is where, like, I would say, like, more most, normal register. Like, like, most of like what I sing typically is like right. baritone range. But I could you sing, could hit those bass. Two I I can I can yeah. really hit those bass notes. I'm so jealous. I love it. Also, can we can we back up and talk about how rad that like kind of 80s 90s no i wrote i wrote guitar duo is it's like oh Weezer. dude yes <laughs> okay. yeah with like with with the dual well, okay guys this song is so short and Just it packs all back. so much in so it packs much. so much in because i also yep. wrote i want them to do just like a full-on like chiptune version of this which they did just for the outro oh yeah uh-huh. like like they just did, they packed so many ideas into such You're a like, small like, I really container. want that. Oh shoot, they did it. Here it is at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing we've talked about, uh, Josh. Like you and I have talked about that a lot. Of like, I want more of everything. I'm like a maximalist when it comes to like but song you want it production. Fast. <laughs> I want all of it. Like I want like all of the individual versions of this song. You know what I mean? I want the, the like yep. I I want the 80s uh like dual guitar mm-hmm. Van Halen version. I want the chiptune version. I want the only vocals. I want just the a cappella harmonies version. Right. It's so good. And they crammed it all in, man. In less than 2 minutes. In less than 2 minutes. <laughs> Economic. And I really love the synth part that they added in there too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice little texture and then does like it the melody is. right at the end of the song. Very nice. Yeah, it resolves it nicely. 
Also, I would like to bring us into a moment of Grammar Jams Now, holiday Ooh. edition, mm. if y'all don't mind. It's actually an etymology or definition jams now, to be more accurate. Um, <laughs> this is the most TJ shit ever. Thanks yep, for getting, you're thanks welcome, for getting specific. Yeah, <laughs> way to get pedantic I, on I, the specifically pedantic <laughs> bit that we do on the show. I'm glad my you mentioned pleasure. I had to put Good my other series. hat on. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, I found out what troll means in this context, you guys, and I'm really excited about it. Did y'all know? Do you know? I, no. Am I the? Am I not use the it, first one? Okay. Use it in a sentence. Well, I'm just going to define it for you because that I don't think I could effectively use it in a sentence. To sing the parts of a song in succession as of a round, a catch, and the like. Also, and this is my favorite part, to sing loudly, freely, or in a carefree way. And that's from the mm. 16th century Middle English, also related to the cognate of lower Ger- German, <laughs> trulen, trulen. That's probably a better enunciation. So is that is that where like caroling? Comes I think so. From? Yeah. The etymology like I, I think they're related. You know, caroling like yeah. Wait, okay. you're like saying trolling? Like troll. Yeah, troll, troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Right. That's the that's the line. Troll the the ancient Whoa. Yuletide carol. Oh. I'm in my thirties and, saying... and I'm learning Christmas facts right now. This is rare. <laughs> yeah, they're facts. saying grammar facts. Sing this in a round. Deck the halls with deck the halls with deck the halls with deck the hall. You know, oh, that's what they're saying. Troll the ancient Yuletide carol, sing it in a round, and also wow. sing it out loudly, freely, or in a carefree way. Like you've had a lot of mold wine, and you're tired of the figgy pudding, and you just need to belt <laughs> deck the halls at a blistering pace with some amazing, maybe six part harmonies under two minutes. That's what they're saying. Damn. That's rad as hell. Ain't it? very cool. Yeah, now we all know. Wow. Learning so much this episode. I know. (laughs) I know. All right, guys. Let's move on to 12 Days of Christmas. What's a partridge and what's a pear tree? Well, I don't know, so please don't ask me. But I can bet those are terrible gifts to get. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. This, to me, is the perfect synthesis. This is the thesis statement of everything that we've said so far of how Reliant K could take a drudgery of a Christmas song and turn it into something so fascinating, so weird, so fun, so fast, and perfect. Yeah, um, I said they were able to make one of the most annoying Christmas songs listenable. Yes! Well done, Reliant yeah. K. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I said this version single-handedly gives me a way to appreciate this weird antiquated English carol. <laughs> like, That's basically what I said, but much better. <laughs> we're on the same page, and it, and it's crazy. Because, like, who, who could have done that but Reliant K? Right. I don't know of anybody else. I've heard so many versions of this song, and I hate them. I hate them. They're terrible. <laughs> this version is incredible. <laughs> Like the fact that, that this came out like very quickly post two lefts makes so much sense to me. Yes. Right? Like yes. the whole the parts that they add to the song feel the most like two lefts of anything else on this record. Yeah. There's so much inventiveness happening, like on a mm. on a songwriting level, on a production level. Well, even down level. to like like a melody level. 
where they mm-hmm. say like, what is a partridge? What is a pear tree? Like, like, don't ask me all that stuff. Like feels so two lefts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, completely. I have like a breakdown of the song because I love it so much, <laughs> which we can do at the end of this or, or I can just go for it. But if y'all have anything else to say, I don't want to, I don't want to step on any, uh, no. We're probably in the same place because I think I have just like, I loved how they switched it up so often and I just have like little notes of what they did, which is might be where you're going. So go for it, TJ. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. I would love if if you notice anything I missed, Josh, please fill in some gaps. But first off, I love that before the runtime even hits literally one second, we're already getting into the lyrics. Mm -hmm. That's like success story (laughs) number one with, with the approach of this song. Because yeah. I feel like so many versions of of Christmas songs, it's like we're just gonna vamp dun, for dun, 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 eight dun, bars, dun, dun, dun. right? Maybe Here's a 12. bunch of Christmas bells, yeah. and you're just like, "Why? <laughs> I don't need it. Get it out of here." They did. Right. They got it out of there. They were like, "Not right. even a second has hit in the song, and we're already the first day of Christmas." Then by twenty seconds, we're already on the fourth day of Christmas. Amazing! What twenty <laughs> seconds? Fourth day. Right. And then once we hit the fifth day of Christmas, I think that's where Matt realized we needed a break from the repetitive form of verse on verse on verse. Yes. And in classic RK fashion, it's this quirky, not overly clever, but still super fun observation of how silly it is that we all still sing this song about an old format of the holiday that we're not culturally connected to at all, right? Because 12 days of Christmas, <laughs> what even is that? No one knows. <laughs> right. We yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We don't There's care. one day of Christmas. <laughs> and <laughs> Set the record straight. History jams now, y'all. The original 12 Days of Christmas were a series of religious feast days celebrated as part of the Roman Catholic religion in medieval and Tudor England. Starting on Christmas Day, there were 12 days of religious celebrations, feasting, and entertainments that lasted all the way up to the 5th of January. The more you know. Okay, can I just, can I just take a second (laughs) to recognize the way that I am about Halloween on Church Jams Now is exactly the same energy TJ brings to Christmas. TJ's coming with historical <laughs> facts. I know. Today. Y'all he got did me. some motherfucking research. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I live for it. I am here for it. It's because Christmas <laughs> makes so little sense, but it's so <laughs> joyful. And I think it's the absurdist in me. It's the absurdist. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. always been inside me. And now I'm just letting it Kind of like, like, let's commit fully to this. Yeah, too. I'm embracing yeah. it, and so it, I love that Matt did the same thing on this song. He's like winking at the listener with this newly injected chorus. Oh, and as as a kid hearing that chorus for the first time, it's literally the funniest thing ever. It's hilarious. You're like, yes, someone gets it. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's even a meta level to it that he's like, he's kind of like elbowing the listener and he's saying like on the on the surface he's saying what's a partridge what's a pear tree i don't know so please don't ask me but i can bet those are terrible gifts to get but but also i think he's saying hey y'all i get that this song is obscure makes no sense it's bizarre it's overly redundant but look we were able to make even this fun (laughs) and that's pretty rad right like i feel like he's kind of doing that when he injects this chorus to like break up the song because he chose to wait until the fifth day which only happens at like 30 seconds, so that's amazing. Mm. But it, even at that point, he was like, I'm tired of it. I'm sure you're tired of it. Let's change things up. <laughs> then, by the seventh day of Christmas, 
We're breaking it down with a drum machine and weird filtered acoustic guitar. The eighth mm-hmm. day gets this chuggy, almost like Irish drinking song sounding <laughs> treatment. The first half of the ninth day is full on gang vocal uh, punk rock. Then it devolves into ooh wee ooh wah. I love that they don't even say it. They're ooh, just like, we, we'll ooh, just, wah. yeah, make some noises. They're like, it doesn't of, matter at this yeah, point. You've heard it so many times. No one we'll cares. Just sing something here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's lovely harmonies all the same. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even matter. Then we're back to the winking chorus because it was nine more days after the fifth day, right? And Matt's like, okay, let's break it up again. The 10th day then gets some sick drum fills from Dave. Then instead of singing the five golden rings, as most versions do ad nauseum, they reverse each word. Can we can we jump to that? I I, Wait, I messed up. I what? didn't have a time code for that part. I think there's a key change for the 10th day too. Oh, is there? Shoot. I think there is. I missed that. Yeah. So, okay. So 10th day, the 10th day gets a key change, some sick drum fills from Dave. Then instead of the five golden rings, they sing a reversed... Five golden rings, which comes out. Vive Ned Logs Knir. Why? Oh, is that what that is? I didn't even catch That's that. what that is. That's what that is. They reverse each word. They still sing the words in order. So it's the word five, the word golden, and the word rings, but reversed. It's not the whole they phrase it, reversed. The it's words just backwards. the words. Yes, exactly. Um, oh, wow. Wow. And then wild. in that same verse at the end they go to they go to like church camp and it's like a flip cup moment where they're like Right. It's like okay, so I, I've been watching so much children's media with my child this year. And yeah. it's so the like uh It's like Mickey's Playhouse or something. Yeah. And when they do like and bingo was his name, oh B I B I clap clap like yeah. It's church camp. It's like it's it's preschool. They say four clap 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 three French. <laughs> oh my God, Josh! Thank you so much. That was a that gift. Was I don't need so anything good. for the rest yeah. of the year. That no, was Christmas was, for me. I was I We're was done. planning on editing in that sound effect, but we got it clean, baby. Can we can we try again? Can we can we? Can oh, we you want me to do it in time? time? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ready? Okay. When? Okay, yeah. I'll have to Here we go. When it happens. <laughs> four, three French. Is that what it is? Okay, sorry. Three French? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't remember what it was. Okay. It's okay, it's okay. We can okay. do it again. Four, three French, two doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. That was amazing. That's wild. Boom. That was everything. Merry Christmas to me. Merry Christmas Thank you, Josh. to TJ. <laughs> that was awesome. That's what um, I'm here for. Okay, so TJ, is this your favorite song on the record? It most certainly is, my good man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love course. it. Yeah, what if he did all this and was like, it's not even my favorite. He's like, not even so, close. <laughs> so it actually, it fights with another one. It, it's it's constantly at war with another one that we'll get to. But um, as of this moment, it is. So I'm going to I'm gonna round it out here. The 11th day is a church Christmas pageant moment, which hopefully didn't give Kylan mm. too much PTSD. There was a lot of triangle. <laughs> there was a lot of timpani, and I Tempany. understand if it was a scary moment for you, Kylan. It was, um, a little bit. But the 12th, appropriately, gets huge yelling gang vocals just on the numbers because I think at that point, everybody's so sick of it. They're just like yeah, screaming count it down, baby. into insanity. And um, the ringing hammer bells are just like the best touch on the whole thing and then 
they back it off, and then you can hear the guys being like, there it is, the partridge. It's in there. It's in the pear tree. I, it's just, it's kind of the whole package. I don't know. It's like we yeah. took this thing that everybody hates, we made it into something amazing, we brought our own flair to it, and I don't know if there's anything to hate about it. I mean, like arguably, maybe the definitive version of this song. To me, it is. Yeah, to me, it absolutely is. To me, too. I don't know that any other, any other version needs to exist. It's so funny because, like, to me, it's the same thing of, like, how I talked about I Am Hollywood by He Is Legend <laughs> yeah. feels like the inside of my brain. TJ, I feel like <laughs> this version <laughs> of 12 Days of Christmas is the inside of your brain. <laughs> when I'm feeling real light and, like, peppy. We've right. got a pageant. Yeah, yeah. We're going to sing some words backwards, but in the right order still, we're going yep. right. to do some yep. timpani. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sick drum fills. Right. Yep. And put a it's lot more thing. thought into it than, <laughs> than most anyone people else. Cares. Most people live in catch because it goes by so fast. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. It's true. It's, it's perfect. I love it. I oh, love man. that this is your favorite song. <laughs> it makes so Pretty much great. sense to me. Like you as a person make so much more sense to me. Yeah. And that is yeah. a Merry Christmas to me. Excellent. Merry Christmas, buddy. All right, guys. Here's track number four. Silent Night slash Away in a Manger. Silent night. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. Round yon virgin mother. Perfect decision. Sequencing. To, yes, to oh, yeah. bring it bring the energy way, 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 way down Yep, for this. You feel it. You notice it. This is the only way to do this song, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this is probably my favorite Christmas song. Oh. Really? You're a classics kind of guy. Nice, man. I think I am. That's cool. Because there's really, it's kind of like scrambled eggs. Like, there's not a way to (laughs) fuck up this song unless you go too fast. Right? (laughs) Silent Night, the scrambled eggs of Christmas songs. (laughs) And then on the back of the shirt. Right. It's so good. Like You won't fuck it up unless you go too fast. Right. (laughs) Like that's the only way to do this song. And it was perfect sequencing on this. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so simple. You know, they threw everything at the wall on the last one. So they pulled it way back production-wise on this one. And that's, again, something you notice, right? It's a choice. Um, Just like choosing a slower song, choosing to approach it from a sparse Mm -hmm. place. Well, and the decision to, like, combine, but really just tag Away in a Manger, too. Because people have Away in a Manger as a separate song that's three minutes long, and I don't want to hear it for three minutes. But, like, (laughs) just tagging it feels perfect. Like, you get two... Christmas classics yeah. in a great, like, toned down mat on piano mainly. Yep. And yeah, I just love that having both, like, covering your bases to get these Christmas classics in, but you're still doing it in like two minutes. Yes. And doing it in like a very, like, reverent classic way, like, that your parents and would each still one enjoy. one is made it. better, I yeah. think, by mm-hmm. the fact that they're connected because you mm-hmm. notice, like, the kind of shift in energy that the one has over the other. Like, this, the, is it six eight away in a major or is it in three? It's in three. It's I in think. six eight. It's, well, 
silent or something. Night six. Anyway, it's yeah. it's obviously a departure from the the silent night rhythm scheme, and so each one feels really fresh. You you get enough of silent night, and then you're like, okay, something new, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like you said, Josh, away in a major doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. It just gets in and gets out. So great. So, Kylan, is this your your favorite on the on the record? No, nope. you're just saying this is your favorite just Christmas overall. song writ large. Writ large, I think cool. this is my favorite Christmas song. All right, we'll get to my favorite song on the album. Great okay. choice, excellent, excellent. I look forward. Josh, to are are we anywhere close to your favorite song? We haven't hit mine yet. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. No. Beyond this, and like, that's okay. It's, just, it's classic. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like I could very easily see a Reliant K Christmas album being kind of a lot of this, mm-hmm. and it veering into that cash grab territory. Yeah, I feel like there's just yep. enough of, but of it's, that it's, kind of it's, treatment. It's, it's the perfect amount. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. so let's move on to track number five. I celebrate the day. I want to say there's a great transition. So good. Musically. But I also love the transition thematically of Mm -hmm. having Mm -hmm. like two Jesus-themed traditional Christmas songs Yes, and leading that right into like here's an, an original, original one now. Yeah, the yes. the first original song. Yes, on the that is a conversation that Matt's having. Yep, with baby Jesus. It's like yeah, so wild. Like, directly following a ma- away in a manger is like sets the scene, and then boom, next song. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very thoughtful sequencing thematically, and yeah, the transition musically also supports that so perfectly. Really cool. I. Also enjoyed that that this felt like the way that Deck the Halls kind of felt like very like post three lefts. This felt very like pre mm-hmm. Like oh, pre yeah. their like their pop era mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was a revelation for tissue. me. Yes. On this listen. Like I wrote this. I was like, this is the first glimpse into RK's piano centric direction that we always credit as like mm-hmm, as the start mm-hmm. of this no but, but as, this is it because mm-hmm. i was always mm-hmm. just knew mm-hmm. this on let it snow in 2007 nice dj i see what you did there <laughs> took me a second but <laughs> when knowing that this song came out in 2003 and like right. you have this and then you have another song later in the record that yes. is all piano that you're like you're like oh they're actually showing you on yeah. like before mm-hmm, even gets here that like yeah, Matt was we're doing this start for going a while. piano yeah and right. I was like I didn't even know that this was kind of the like the first flag mm-hmm. yeah. there's little flags here and there on like the previous records but I'd say this is the most obvious one yeah and that's, so far yeah. that's part of why I love this uh, record I think is because it it is this really nice sinuous tissue between the two proper right. LPs, you know. Well, it it feels like as someone who is a a I would say much more casual Reliant K fan than both of y'all. Yeah, this, me too. This, for sure. <laughs> this, this song <laughs> Whatever, pretty casual Josh. feels like 
all of my favorite Reliant K outros put together. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Totally. Good. Right. Like like it's all the best Reliant K outros put together into one song. Yeah. That's it. No, that's well good. said. I like that. And I kind of got I I kind of got a similar vibe to um we talked about with Carson on our Switchfoot episode with her mm-hmm. of like I know lyrically it doesn't convey this, but vibe wise, I kind of got that same feeling of like John Foreman in the big arena, mm-hmm. like post everything. Right. Yeah. It kind of felt like, I don't know, it, it kind of felt like Matt was very alone writing this song. And it is kind of the other side of of the coin of another song on this record, but... I like the vibe of that. Yeah, and and to that point, like I I really still really resonate with this song from a vibe perspective. Like yeah. the halftime chorus, the sleigh bells, the the subtle but very sweet sweet baseline I might add mm-hmm. is driving the song like but but it's never getting in the way, but it's just pushing it along. There's the marimba moment. Mm-hmm. tambourine in there that doesn't get in the way which is that's a hard thing to do <laughs> like they're fitting all these like ox instruments in in such a right. nice way yeah so vibe wise i i can get down with this one yeah right i i think conceptually like it's harder for me to to access this this song yeah, lyrically yeah. a little bit cuz cuz i kind of i halfway resonate with it um i you know i'm i'm still super stoked to celebrate the christ figure i'm i'm on board with that but i i just can't these days i can't get down with substitutionary atonement and so it's like do i celebrate that or do i do i celebrate the example i can celebrate the example of of a life lived and i feel like that's kind of what matt's saying and what he's pointing to but because it's like the the lyric of the day you were born to die that that being the crux of the song, which is a great line, like it's a, yeah, it's an amazing I love lyric. like the like the bookend of it, like yes, yes, and the um the alliteration day mm-hmm. you were born to die, like mm-hmm. it's it's such solid writing, um and it's a beautiful song, um there's just there's just kind of a a thematic element to it that I'm like I can't get totally on board with this, but um but I but I still definitely really appreciate the the heart of the song because I feel like I can see a lot of Matt's like hard on sleeve writing coming out here in a way that's really vulnerable and and yeah and it feels very honest too like 100 percent. yeah i've always really respected that about him and i feel like this is a great example of that so yeah like kylan said it's it's one of those that it feels like it was him kind of approaching this as a singer songwriter and then bringing it to the band and then figuring out that arrangement but coming from a place that's very personal yeah which is which is cool yeah this one is like very classic and has been it, it was a favorite of mine like kind of early on whenever i was like digging into this record because i feel like you hit this point where you're like oh wow like this song really hits home and like of how well written it is and just the message it conveys and so i loved it and it was one of my favorites and i think that was right around the same time that everyone else made it their favorite as well and it kind of <laughs> got played all 
too much everywhere. It and did like become the victim got, of its own success. It did, yeah, because yeah. like because it's so honest. Like this is the song that they're like, hey, write a song about you talking to baby. Like this seems like the song that like that the record label would be like, this is what we want you to do. But he writes it in a honest way that doesn't feel like contrived or anything like that. And that's what For makes sure. it work so well that it makes it work too well. So like yeah. there's still a little bit of that <laughs> where I'm like, I love this song a lot. And then I kind of got a little burnt out on it because Completely. everyone was playing. And it was like the song to do. And I was like, it made yep. it not as special because you're like, this was kind of like, oh, you felt like you walked in on Matt just playing this alone on stage in the oh, arena after God, it was all it. gone. But that's then the like, then you walk in the next time and everyone else is there. And you're like, oh, this is different now. But mm, mm-hmm. it doesn't change the song of it. So yeah, so I still do appreciate that. And I do remember, I think, I said it's it's been done to death, but do you remember I got to like work with it on I I was like my sister was like learning to play either guitar or piano at the time, and we got, like I kind of like got to teach her this song, and I think we oh, ended cool. up playing it together for like my family on Christmas, and so Aww. like this fun moment of like kind of nice, getting to dude. work with her on that. So I always have very fond memories of that with this song. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, I love that, man. So I sweet. celebrate that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too, TJ. Yeah, All right. Well, I wish y'all a Merry Christmas. Here's oh, thanks, buddy. Track number six. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. And we're back to the darkness. Intro goes way harder than it has to. Yes, it does. (laughs) In the best way. Like, this sounds like a fucking senses fail song. Exactly. Like the intro? Yes. And yet, it flips like a light switch between like the bright and the dark. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. I don't know how they pull that off, but they do. Well, it's because so many of these Christmas songs, like, yeah, TJ, you were talking about like the darkness of it all. They seem to be able to tap the black into the ice, black ice and the snow. Yeah, there, yeah. there, there yeah. is like a weirdly inherent darkness to so many of these Christmas songs, and they were mm-hmm. able to tap into that in a way that was very 2003. Oh, completely but in a way that I love. Yeah, but it's 2003 and not a hokey way. It's like there's thought happening because okay, verse one, like the first half of it is that dark thing. So we drive as fast as we can go. First of all, what? <laughs> Risky behavior, gentlemen. Um, especially in winter. Yeah, especially in winter. Through the black night, black ice, and the snow. But then, here's the turn. We've only had two bars of lyrics, and they're already starting to flip that switch back into the brightness. So, until we see the street signs, and we know we are coming home. And then all of a sudden, we're in like bright, happy, joyful territory. And then it's wish right. you a Merry Christmas, right? And... I just, I love that economic songwriting. It's so succinct, so tight, but it still conveys both that really dark, edgy side and the full kind of jubilant quality as well. I will say, though, of all the songs on this record and with them adding sort of original lyrics material to the songs, Mm -hmm. I wish this one was like a little bit more fleshed out yeah, yeah, because the verses are so good. I yes. would love yeah, more verses. Yeah, they really verses. are. Like, I kind of wish Or they so had... good that you're like, just save this for 
a regular Reliant K song, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, and that, that was my big takeaway from this song. Yeah, especially with that breakdown at right. the end. Like, yeah, the last like, 30 seconds are a Christmas breakdown. It's insane. They could do that three more times and I wouldn't be mad, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all day. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. It goes so hard. Yeah, it just it just ended up feeling... And this is no fault of the song or of the right. band, but right. given the context of, of the rest of the record... Because they they kind of had hinted at this, like we're taking Christmas songs and then adding, like sprinkling in some original lyrics. Right. This one felt the most like, oh man, you you could have just done like a version of "We Wish You a Merry Christmas" and then a version of this like original this. song. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And wild, I know. I wish this song was longer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, we wow. broke Kylan. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Christmas, it's topsy turvy land. Who knows Woo! what is going on? Here we go. I love it. Yeah. But I get I why. Like, it makes perfect sense. Like, everything about this song really lines up with your sentiment for you. You know, like, I'm like, right. it's, it's explaining a lot about, you know, just what you appreciate about a song, the energy, the kind of edgy quality. It's, it, I mean, it just goes hard. I I love. I wish this I had more of it. Alternate universe yep. where they wrote a whole different song. <laughs> kind yeah. of like I hope we can transport there someday. Maybe we can also review or if a like Zoe Girl album. Done a whole song universe. and then like in the bridge they turn it to like We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Yeah, or something exactly. Like that. I that think that's cool. what I was mm-hmm. kind of hoping mm-hmm. for, especially like right after I celebrate the day to go into this kind of like pretty dark lyrically. Mm-hmm kind of thing like i would have liked more of that more original mm-hmm. little less christmas classic yeah like a more yeah. of a dash yeah a hint like a little scoop in there it it scoop. makes sense to me why this was sequenced where it was for sure i don't love it i i want to love it like i want more which is wild. Mm. I never want more on this show. That's a funny I always way want to less and less and less and less and less to not more like economical. It. I yeah. hate it because I want more of it. <laughs> I, just, I don't like yeah, the way it is. More of it. Yeah, <laughs> because there's not enough of it. And that detracts <laughs> the overall quality of it for me. A little bit. A, a little That's bit. So funny. I understand. I fully understand that that is insane. But <laughs> I like it. Yeah. But yeah, I wish they had leaned into more of the original lyrics yeah Yeah, i get that it's great i did find it interesting that so this is the first time if we're like me coming at it from the let it snow tracklist this is the first time we get a difference in the tracklist so they included all these songs on let it snow in basically the same order like there's none none that are out of order from this but they have on the let it snow inserted i believe two songs in between I celebrate the day and we wish you a Merry Christmas before. Mm. So mm-hmm. there's, and there's a couple more, but they're still in the same like order, but they put in a couple of songs like on this back right. half. So you still kind of get the same flow of it all, but it is split up a little bit differently. Well, hmm. let's move on to track number seven. Santa Claus is thumbing. Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Santa Claus is thumbing to town. 
Sweet, sweet bass. Sweet. <laughs> sweet bass. Get out of here. That's sweet, sweet like, bass. It's like bass chords, too. I know. Right? Yeah. 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 Really involved stuff. See, this, this, like, with a longer intro, I feel like this is, like, the more thought out, like, we're going to spend a little more time on it that maybe you were wishing for on the last song, right? Mm-hmm. This one has mm-hmm. more of that. I feel more, like more original flair to it. Yeah, yeah. Like they have a longer intro. They're like developing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think this is like goofy RK at their most original kind of punk pop goofiness. And I love it. This is the song that fights with 12 Days of Christmas to be my favorite song on this record. Oh, interesting. Yeah, dude. I love this song. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, I have one major complaint with this, and it, what is it's it? Not a, it's not a grammar jams now. I guess okay. it, this would be a. It's not liturgical. It's um, mm, interesting. Where are we headed? No, it's it's a <laughs> like a pronunciation. Okay, and it, it is it it it's a fault that is inherent in the medium. Okay, interesting. When he says. Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Mm-hmm. For the life of me, I cannot get out of my head him saying Santa Claus is slumming <laughs> to town. It's because the that's, the, that's the, another way to get there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. but you gotta do it, what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. the way that that the human mouth forms words from the English language. Santa yeah. Claus is, is thumbing, thumbing to town. Is thumbing the, is slumming. The, the thumbing gets lost, and it sounds like because yeah, it's slumming. so fast. Yes, mm-hmm. it's crazy fast, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Sorry, Sorry, weird visual for you, Kylan. Yeah, <laughs> that's my only yeah. note for this song. It's a good. Can song. I just read through the lyrics though? Because I feel like yes, please. Because it 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 is such a blistering pace, and it, it just is. like. It flies. So I, I want to just like take a second to really appreciate how great these lyrics are. And maybe if I read them slowly, Kylan, you'll be able to imprint on your brain Please. the correct lyrics and, and internalize that and, and not okay. hear slumming. Twas the night before Christmas and up at the North Pole. Everybody's going crazy. Everything's out of control. The toy shop is on fire. The toys melting on the shelves, and you can hear Mrs. Claus screaming. Hey, hey, I'm I'm so sorry. This is honestly making it worse for me. Uh, but I appreciate what you're doing. <laughs> and you can hear Mrs. Claus screaming. And I warned you: never trust those elves unless something drastic happens fast. Say hello to the ghost of Christmas past, because Rudolph puking, bowels of holly, and old Saint Nick ain't all that jolly. And the sleigh's in the shop because it's broken down. But Christmas won't stop because Santa Claus is thumbing to town. Santa Claus is thumbing <laughs> to town. Santa Claus Dude, is this is so much better. Thumbing to town. He's what? Thumbing to town. No. Very much to his disliking, Santa spent all night hitchhiking with a sign that reads "Ho ho, slow down." Santa Claus is thumbing <laughs> to town. 
<laughs> Every you. car just drove right past him and sped right out of sight. Santa never got to ask them to drive around the world in just one night, which I'm just going to pause for I a second. That. No, it's so good. It's Consider, so good. does he have like some kind of magic that he can sprinkle on a car to make it go like hyperspeed, slow down time, some kind I of quantum physics? I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. Imagine cool, we'll go you're with driving that. home on Christmas Eve. You see... Saint Nick on the side of the road. <laughs> I have. In red. That's real. I saw Santa Claus driving um, after I passed the bridge from Portland to Vancouver a week ago. I saw Santa Claus on the side of the road, which is maybe why. Did you stop? I love this. He song. was like, "Hey, can you drive around the world in just one night with me?" <laughs> we didn't have that conversation. Actually, oh, okay, guys, how is this not a an ABC Family? Made for TV Christmas. I movie. that is wow. in my notes, Kylan. <laughs> I said this needs to be a Hallmark movie. Yes, a hundred percent. Why is it not? No, we we have to write it. We have to do yeah. it. All right, CGM okay. Productions. Yep. Yeah, just our after fourth production. Our Emory musical <laughs> and our Love Drug concept film. What else we have? There's something else in there. There yeah, is. The, yeah, there there are a couple more things. There was something okay. we were going to do directly after. The, the Emory musical. Our jammers will let us know. So Chris Kringle started walking through the snow without his movie. sleigh, shed a tear for every stocking that would be empty Christmas Day, unless something so drastic happens fast. So Say hello to the ghost of Christmas past, because Rudolph's puking bows of holly. And old St. Nick ain't all that jolly, and the sleigh's in the shop because it's broken down. But Christmas won't stop, y'all. Why? Santa Claus, Santa Claus. is slumming the town. No! <laughs> He's thumbing the town, man. I love. I just love it. I love no, Santa Claus so as a hitchhiker. It's so like good. he's still like cheerful and optimistic. He's like, we got to make this happen. Right. I love mm-hmm. that Mrs. Claus is kind of a grump, and she's like, don't trust those elves. And like Rudolph's had one too many fireball whiskeys. It like- <laughs> honestly, it it is genuinely surprising to me that their versions of some of these Christmas classics. And these original songs have not been licensed more for Agreed. Christmas movies. Yeah. It seems well, like... Well, that's the thing, is like a lot of people mind. have done original Christmas songs. But like when Reliant K does them like this, it f- has like the feeling of a classic Christmas song. Right. Even though yeah, it's yeah. new no, and original. This, this is Grandma like, Got Run yeah. Over by a Reindeer yeah. 2.0. Yes. Like it's on that same level. And I'm Completely. so surprised... That this is not more in the conversation, yep. Of quote unquote modern Christmas classics Christmas takes, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Also, the Jingle Bells, the blink if you or you'll miss it, Jingle Bells guitar line that comes in in between everything. It's just like, how did they fit that no. in? I don't know, but they did, and it has so much like kind of. I don't know grit to it that you don't even recognize it as Jingle Bells because it's it's just like kind of angry, and then you're like, oh sh- oh shoot, that was Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah, it's so sneaky. It's so good. It's so did good. Y'all, did y'all notice the weird robot choir sounding synth too? No. It feels very like okay. Go to one forty, a minute forty. It feels very like Mark Mothersbaugh, like very Rugrats. Ooh, okay. It's so strange. Oh, nice. That is. Like, I don't even know what it's doing there, but I love it. <laughs> but it's nice. And then there's the acapella harmony at 204. 
with some bells to cap it off. I just, this song has it all. It's got it all, man. TG and that's why. his element. He I'm really is. For Christmas. I'm here and I'm full of cheer. Listeners, he's still wearing his Santa hat. He that's really right. is. Yeah. Yeah. I've never taken this thing off. But yeah, that's why this song fights with the uh, 12 Days of Christmas to be my favorite on the record. Yeah. No, it's up there for me. I love this so song good. too. But still Josh, not either we, of y'all's favorites. Yeah, we haven't hit your favorite. Mm, that's wild. Uh, okay. I wonder. It's looking pretty pretty good that Kyle and I might have the same favorite yeah. song. There's oh, three I'm, songs left. I'm uh, positive I know what y'all's favorite song is now. <laughs> no, you're not positive at all. I'm positive. No, you don't know. You don't know. You, you don't can know say me. that, but you I don't do. Know me. All right, here is track number eight, Handel's Messiah, the Hallelujah Chorus. Kylan, this is your favorite song. I knew he would love this song. <laughs> it's not. It's nope. not. It is a great punk pop version of a classical Christmas dirge that oh, I never yeah. knew I wanted. Right. But <laughs> yeah. but I love it. <laughs> I said, good call making this short and sweet. <laughs> like that's yeah. the whole getting thing, it man. out. Well, Don't spend too much I'm time. Saying, like, nope. like how much is the licensing for this song? This should be it's, in it's every public domain. Like, They're all public domain. No, I know, but their version of this, oh, this should yeah. be in every fucking Target commercial. Completely. Of like kids playing with robots and shit. Like yeah. and every like the like the the drunken like party the night before Christmas. Yeah, scene, exactly. You know, like this is the song for that. With the camera spinning around, like Yes, exactly. Like fish eye oh, lens, yeah, I can see you it. know, and everything's really like it. blurry. Oh man. We gotta make that movie. No, it's perfect, dude. I would love to make a Christmas movie. That'd be a lot of fun. All right, let's do it. Call Hallmark. Silent Night, Sufjan Night. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Sufjan Night, Deadly Night. Oh yeah, there, there it is. Sufjan Night, Deadly Night. Um, Okay. Thanks, Josh, for being the keeper of the jokes. I remember. (laughs) All right, forget. Track number nine. I hate Christmas parties. I know you do. What's the actual song title, Kylan? <laughs> nice. You know what? As much as I hate Christmas, I love Christmas parties. Tell me why. I don't know. I just like parties. I just like hanging out. <laughs> That's good. That's a like good parties, answer. Guys. And and, and like Christmas parties. parties are like a little more structured than regular parties. I That's like structure. True. Yeah. You know, I know what you're roles. Into. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what Over to expect. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that as it well. It says, as TJ mentioned before, this song has the asterisk that it is performed by Matthew Thiessen in The Earthquakes, which is interesting so on a Reliant K record. the first Matt Thiessen in The Earthquakes record? When did that first record come the out? The first record mm-hmm. was like 2013 or something like oh, that. Wow. Or okay. 2015 or 16. He'd done a couple songs, but mm-hmm. nothing ever got released as a record until the Yeah, it was this very underground teens. thing. Yeah. Like, I hardly even knew that he had a side project. Right. 
Well, and then like this one ended up just becoming a Reliant K song. Faking My Own Suicide was a Earthquake song that just became a Reliant K song later as mm-hmm. well. So it's like, I think they all ended up becoming Reliant K songs. So it was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It'll just be Reliant K. <laughs> I really feel like it was just something where he had different players and he wanted to be, he wanted to clarify like, hey, this is, this is just different players. Like he, he wanted right. to be correct with the, you know, well, credits. I actually think, as I, I actually think that it's because maybe before he realized that, like, oh, I can do piano in Reliant K and it will work and people will like right, it. I think right, that's what yeah. he was like. I'll make this my piano yeah, thing. That was his outlet. Reliant K is my pop punk thing. But then when they did, mm-hmm, he's like, oh, this works. Oh, this works. I yeah, can just right. do piano in Reliant K. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a means to an end. It was a journey. It's true. So, so Kylan, why is this your favorite song? It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not, dude. Guys, how is it any surprise that the one song that's not an actual Christmas song, but is a New Year's song, is my favorite song on the record? Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess that surprise. makes sense. It kind of does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, there was a part of me that thought it might be the next one, but... <laughs> I thought you were going to do the hidden track. I was pretty this sure. is my favorite. <laughs> Wait, there's a hidden <laughs> track? Stop. Oh Stop. No, I'm I'm serious. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like 20 seconds long. Yeah. Oh, well, no. yeah. That's okay, so okay. so Josh, this is your favorite. This is my favorite song. Yes. Excellent. Tell us why. Man, just from the way the verse melody comes in immediately, hope it snows this week, the snowflake on your che- cheek would make this Christmas so beautiful. Like, the melody and just like immediately the picture, like, it's pulls painting. you in. And I, I, mm. I don't know, I just love that melody so much. And... It's like melancholy and sad, but Christmassy still. But then mm-hmm. you get like the fa la la part in the bridge oh, yeah, that yeah, like yeah. turns like pretty optimistic. This is definitely one that I kind of like discovered later on Let It Snow because it's towards the end of the record before right. like it started to like really make an impact on me. While my favorite Christmas song is what's the first song on Let It Snow? Um, have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas oh, is yeah, my uh-huh. favorite Christmas song, which they do on that record. But this is my favorite song on this record, and I will say on Let It Snow. That oh, when wow. I listen to Let It Snow, this mm. is the song I look forward to the most. Nice. I love that. I love this yeah, song. That's cool. This is very much up there for me mm-hmm. because I understand the sentiment. <laughs> Broken mm-hmm. heart wrapped up in a box. Yeah, two no, drops this, in your stocking. They, this feels like the biggest left turn in terms of Reliant K production. Like this is this is yeah. also sort of a guiding light. I feel like production wise, mm. like from two lefts yeah. to kind of what the only context I have is like the. Dating Katy Perry slash having a songwriting <laughs> credit, the Ocean Eyes, Owl City thing. Like, this is like mm-hmm. very much like a pop kind of thing that I could see Matt like really wanting to gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. I just wish I liked more piano pop more. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? I, I get that. It I just totally doesn't hit. That. Yep. For you as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Because it all it all makes sense to me. And and I love it. It's really right. good. It just 
it's not my favorite for very specific reasons, but it's right. a great song. Yeah, I, I just really like that it's this kind of melancholic, melancholic modern take on an original Christmas song that is kind of just hanging out in this place where it could be like a quote-unquote secular holiday song. Right. Like there's so little about it that feels overtly Christian, maybe, which which I think lends itself to to being more accessible to a lot of people. Right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's like the Christmas media sweet spot. Right. Of this like this very Christian leaning but pseudo secular right kind of thing. Like this should be the opening credit song for like every single millennial like FX holiday special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it should be the, you know, season six of how I met your mother should have started (laughs) like with this song. You know what I mean? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wrote, it feels like the somber moment in act two of a Christmas pageant written by Zach Braff before the main character finds his Christmas. There you spirit. go. Okay. Yes. It's, it's the <laughs> yep. same vibe. You got yes, it. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like he threw the script away, but like it's there somewhere. Right. right. And this would be the song for that moment. Yeah. hundred percent. But I really do. I like, I like the approach of just kind of like, I don't know. And maybe, maybe Tyson's going through like an introvert moment where he's just like, I don't, I'm not feeling super social, y'all. <laughs> and I'm just going to be honest about that. Yeah. That things get weird around the holidays and I I struggle with that. You know, may- maybe I'm I'm projecting a little bit, but yeah. it reminds me of the a lot a lot of those Christmas songs that that do shine a light on some of the darker aspects of it or like the lower points that, you know, holidays can bring around sometimes. Sufjan's certainly got his fair share of those. Mm-hmm. LCD sound system few years ago handful of years ago dropped a song called christmas will break your heart i love that song so this feels like it was the beginning stages of that era of of kind of like the jaded melancholic christmas song um yep this was like the proto typical sure. version of that um which i really appreciate and yeah to your point josh the songwriting's great the cookie tray line is my favorite oh uh, yes you and the cookie tray both hear me say bah humbug amazing like you can see it mm. you can see it and mm-hmm. and it and it's like a, a vibe killer like he just like killed the vibe in the room yep and and everybody's really upset and then into those beautiful lush fa-la-la harmonies and there's that weird mm-hmm. dissonant jazz chord that they hit at the end Ooh, yeah that they linger on yep. oh i love it i love it so it's a nice kind of like bringing a bringing things around moment. It kind of yeah. winds the album down. It yeah, feels especially after like, three, like, real yeah. big ones. Right. Yeah. Fast songs. Yeah. yeah, we needed a little bit of, like, a pause. Yeah. It feels point. like the album Ender. Completely. Which makes the last track all the more surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Here we go. Track number 10, Auld Lang Syne. Should old acquaintance be Wait, Kylan, 
did you accidentally put on a Beach Boys record? I, is this? Are we still listening to Deck the Halls? Yes, we are, TJ. Wow, and that's I crazy. will say uh, this is my okay. favorite song. I love it. Whoa! What I love a surprise. It. Okay, those harmonies though. We so yes, we talked about this briefly on the for him episode, and we've talked about it a little bit on this episode. It's straight up those vocal harmonies, man. Like this is full on vocal chops. Mm-hmm. And fuck you, Matt Hoops, for doing those low harmonies. <laughs> like, it's all so good. I mean, like, I love it this so much. is what, <laughs> what, as someone who was a huge Reliant K fan in my teens, who sort of fell away, mm-hmm. right? It's moments like these that make me realize how incredibly talented everyone in this band is. Yes, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it makes me so mad. Yes, yes. Like, honestly. I don't know who arranged this version of this song. Yeah, man. But I will That's always, such a good always, always gravitate towards acapella four-part harmonies that feel like barbershop mm-hmm. me too like it's just so good it fills good. me with so much warmth it fills me mm-hmm. with the warmth that i imagine most people feel like you tj with <laughs> most christmas things <laughs> <laughs> well good I'm glad As you found a little like thing. box of Christmas spirit waiting at the end of the album under the tree for you. I really did. I That's really so did, man. It like I could listen to the first 30 seconds of this song on repeat for the rest of the year and be totally happy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's so specific, but I love it. And honestly, I was a little annoyed with the message that that kind of comes in because at first I was like, oh, you're gonna just like cut right over, off, over top this. of these, huh? <laughs> okay. Right. Uh-huh. But the more I listened to it, the more I loved it. It's so sweet. It's so yes, sincere. It it's is. so just like perfectly sweet. It's so genuine. It's just like, you know, we loved making this album we hope you enjoy it too. And then just like the specific name call outs like throughout it. It's just, I don't know. It just, it warms my heart. It is enlarged even more. Oh no. Three times even oh gosh. More. We really I, have to I get, have get you to, get to, the to the an OR like now because I might go into cardiac arrest. Oh, no. <laughs> my Christmas heart is too being big. so spirited. We're going to have to end the episode <laughs> right now out, so like, can go to the hospital. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> this is a serious Christmas <laughs> matter. Oh no. Guys, my hand will be fine. Devote yeah. all Sorry, your energy DJ. to Kylie's heart. Your hand's going to have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> it will. And that will be I, I love Josh calling it a serious Christmas. Christmas matter, <laughs> not just a regular serious matter. That's, a serious no, no, no. Christmas a serious matter. Christmas matter is the name of our CGM produced <laughs> Christmas movie. <laughs> yes, uh, no, it's so sweet. It's it's so sweet and saccharine, and mm-hmm. I should hate it, but I love it. 
I cannot yep. help Look it. Look at that. It's I, I kind of wonder if this is going to make you love it more or not, but I don't know if you know this, but it is a direct remake of the Beach Boys version. God damn it. Yeah, it makes me love it more. <laughs> From the acapella arrangement to the spoken greeting, greeting, which was originally given by the Beach Boys drummer, Dennis Wilson, oh. here by bassist Brian Pittman, their attention to detail is such that Pittman even stumbles over the word hap. Happen I was in the wondering same way as Dennis Wilson. Hi, this is Brian, and speaking for the rest of the guys, I'd like to say that it has been a great pleasure for all of us to bring you this Christmas album. We hope you will treasure it the way that we do, and if you hap- happen to be listening to this album right now, Dave, Matt, Matt, and I would like to wish every one of you a very Merry Christmas. And we hope that the new year brings you as much happiness as this year has brought us. Thank you very much. So it's a nod. It is a it oh. is a love letter to the Beach Boys in the most Christmassy and spirited of ways. If I'm Not being 100% totally honest, that makes me love it a little less. But in a way, it also makes you love it more, right? In a different way. It's like, oh, it wasn't original, but it's like a, an homage to a thing that I think we all we all like the Beach Boys. Right. It, we 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 know that Reliant K wouldn't exist without Brian Wilson and Co. And I don't know. To me, it's like I can interpret it as original, and I can interpret it as you know an homage. Um, right. Because I for hmm. years didn't know that. No, I didn't know that until just now. Yeah, most of my life I didn't know that. I yeah, I don't know. I love it in a different way now. That's what that's what I'll say. All right. But, Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, there's the answer for who arranged it, Kylan. <laughs> Brian Wilson did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. I don't like. I don't love this. Oh song. no. I guess oh, no. Silent Night's my favorite song. I don't. Oh no. No. Oh, no, no. 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 His heart. Just... Well, I guess we don't have to go to the hospital. Your heart's gone down in size again. So <laughs> it, okay. You're gonna be just fine. Okay. I don't have to go to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that was right. close. I know. It That's was, it was present close. to all of us yep. and the jammers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so we I, did I it. just have to mention that this one is maybe the most different uh, because, as TJ mentioned, Brian mm-hmm. Pittman, former bassist Brian Pittman, is reading the credits. Yeah. And at the time of Let It Snow, he had left the band. So Matt and Matt recorded the outro for yeah. that one. So that's And the it makes me a difference. little sad to listen to the Let It Snow version, to be honest. Does it? Like, and oh, so that's sorry, part Brian. of why Deck the Halls has a special place in my heart because it was the Fab Four and it was... The greeting from Brian, and it just yep. I get all nostalgic and fuzzy, warm feelings. But their their greeting on "Let It Snow, Baby" is also really sweet and fun. Yeah, it is. So, it is, and that's original. So, you know, maybe maybe when we uh, cover that album, Kylan will have his chest burst open with Christmas joy. Yeah, because he can fall in love with that track again because it'll have an original sign off. That's true. It will. So I wonder. Remains if like to it. be seen. We'll find out. Oh, next year. Oh, oh no! My heart <laughs> split my chest open. Oh my god! I need an emergency <laughs> uh, cardiectomy. I don't know. Cardiectomy. Uh, I'm, I'm going into cardiac arrest. Oh, it's Christmas. It's too much for me to bear. Oh, okay. No. Guys, we, we listen to pop yeah, we listen to deck the halls bruise your hand. Uh, so it comes down to this: our final flopper box verdicts. 
Uh, how do we feel, gentlemen? God rest ye. God rest oh. ye. <laughs> Merry souls. <laughs> um, I think y'all know this is a Stone Cold Bob for Teach, man. Of it, course it is. This is your Halloween, mm-hmm. which <laughs> is the Halloween. normal way of saying that I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> like you are. The... <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I got that Christmas spirit, baby. Yeah. Josh, what about you, man? Yeah. What about you, Josh? You know, as someone who came retroactively to this, I was expecting this to be kind of like barely a bot because I love all the other new stuff they added on the reissued record. Sure. So I was, I was expecting this to be like, yeah, of course. But if that record had never happened, I still think this would be a Christmas classic for me. Mm-hmm. And there's enough on this record to love that I'm glad the Let It Snow exists. But right. this on its own, I think, does hold up. So I will give this, I will happily give this a big Christmas bow pop. Mm. Woo! All woo. right. Nice. I've come down from Mount Crumpet as I was the Grinch <laughs> last year. And That's right, has, you were. I was, I was. Relenke has wooed me from All right. the max from Ugh. Mount Crumpet. Yep. That fills okay. me with jubilant tidings. So as a will. fellow Mount Crumpet, yeah. resident i just have a few select words for you gentlemen fuck you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I you say follow love wow okay. <laughs> coming in hot this christmas <laughs> for giving me a christmas record that i love yeehaw oh, let's go yeah come on i don't know man I was so into it. I don't know how I'm going to yes. feel about about Let It Snow. Right. I don't know if we need more songs. We don't need more songs. This is enough songs. This is a perfect record. No, it's a perfect record. Perfect length. No, man. It got me into the Christmas spirit. I'm, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get there kicking and screaming, but it got <laughs> me there. Will you get there slumming? <laughs> I will slow my way to town. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, yeah. Just don't puke any boughs of holly. But feel feel free to troll the ancient Yuletide Carol. Fa la 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 la. I will troll the ancient Yuletide Carol. Root your hand. God rest ye merry gentlemen. I saw three ships come sailing in. Eat that figgy pudding. I will eat the figgy pudding. Roast some chestnuts. <laughs> on an open fire. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Fuck y'all. I'm so mad. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Uh this was so good. Thank y'all. Thank so you. Fun, man. Wow. Church Champs now that. for giving me a Christmas album that I will probably repeatedly listen to. Yeah, dude. I feel like Willow June will be all about She loves it. If you order it on vinyl from Collide Records. Get your fingers out of the figgy pudding and put it into your computer. <laughs> Type in church Not now. into your computer. your computer. Not into the USB port or something. <laughs> That's really... Figgy uh, pudding guys. in the USB port is not uh, good for computers. I know. Guys. My heart is enlarged. PSA from I can't... Be I can't function for right now. All right. <laughs> if you enjoy this, we have more nonsense like it at churchyams or no at patreon.com slash churchyams now. <laughs> I promise, yet, hey, 2024, churchyams now podcast.com 
is going to be a thing. We're going to have message boards. Ooh. Because what is this, 2004? (laughs) Um, This record was cool with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I will mention... What? That there is a bonus, a hidden track on this. Uh, It's 20 seconds long, so we might just play it as our little outro so please stick around if you want to hear that i yeah. think that's since it's not deal. really worth covering but but yeah. it's worth Fun hearing to, listen to yeah it's a blast there are chipmunks yeah all right good tidings to you and your kin may all your christmases stay together <laughs> <laughs> peace, out, peace out mom Tana bombs. Merry christmas from <laughs> christmas jams now Christmas jams now. Bye. Bye. Bring us some figgy pudding. So bring us some figgy pudding. But don't stick it in your USB port. But don't <laughs> Ow, <my> <laughs> <hand>. <laughs> oh my god.